General quarters, general quarters, all hands man your battle stations, all hands man your battle stations. And now it's time for Tech and Trade with your host, James Big Jim Thatcher. It's Monday, November 9th, 2015, and I'm James Thatcher. Now, I know everybody wants me to give my reactions on TPP, the Trans-Pacific Partnership. I'm still working on it. It is a huge document, and I need some time to be able to give you guys a good in-depth analysis. So in the meantime, I'd like to talk today about my reactions to what occurred at the U.S. Customs and Border Protection 2015 East Coast Trade Symposium. Now, what is a symposium? A symposium is when customs brings together all of their head officers as well as other government agencies are invited, so FCC, EPA, FDA, and the laundry list of other U.S. government agencies, as well as foreign agencies. So we saw the Director of Mexican Customs, the Customs and Border Security Agency of Canada, as well as members from around the globe, including the U.K. was there, France was there, and I think there was a representative from Japan there as well. It was a really interesting conference, able to meet with all these people plus members of the trade. So I'm going to break this down into three basic categories of what I saw and why it's important. The first category I'd like to talk about is commercial trade. The first panel actually, specifically Borders Reimagined, included members from U.S. Customs officers as well as the Vice President of Target Corporation, as well as the Director of Corporate Customs for Intel Corporation. Now, I'm going to focus specifically on Intel because obviously it's a tech company and it's something that we're more attuned to on this podcast. The Director of Compliance specifically stated they are shifting from a compliance of chips to a compliance of various other things, such as wearables, tablets, etc. And a lot of this is stemming specifically from the fact of what's called use case. So you might have a chip that's classified in one way for a type of machine, so uh, a computer, and it is a specific chip for that computer. But that chip could also then be used in a tablet or a wearable. And you have to classify it differently based on its use case, which is a really interesting analogum. This is something to kind of keep in mind that Intel is having to make this shift. This is a big shift for them. The other things that they stated were uh, specifically in the past, they didn't see a lot of return on investment by engaging with U.S. Customs in the, in the future. They just basically did it on a transaction-by-transaction transaction basis. But now, because they're a member of the Center for Excellence, or C, they're actually seeing a real benefit. They're, they're talking to Customs much more ahead of time. They're getting better answers ahead of time. There's a real collaboration with the federal government on trying to make sure that the flow of trade actually stays pretty consistent. And it's a big mind shift for them. One of the other comments that they made was specifically, if the trade community could work with other government agencies, like we work with Customs and Border Protection, a lot of these issues would go away. And that got actually almost a standing ovation because a lot of people agree. Customs is probably one of the easiest trade agencies, or at least easiest government agencies to work with when you have to bring a problem to them. They sit down and they actually talk about it rather than just hand you a manual. So it's really nice to see that there's Uh, a good insight from the commercial environment um, going into this conference. Um, I'm going to close this part of the section out by saying, by quoting Intel when he said, what drives efficiencies is being compliant. And we talk about disruption a lot and disruption is important, but remember disruption has to be allowable. Otherwise you're not going to be allowed to do it anyway. So you might as well be compliant within your disruption. We'll talk more about that in a future tech and trade. 
The second piece that I want to talk about is Ambassador Froman, who came up uh, on Wednesday. Now, Ambassador Froman is the U.S. Trade Representative. He is the individual who helped negotiate the TPP. Now, this all happened on Wednesday. They didn't publish the TPP until the next day, Thursday. So there wasn't a whole lot he could tell us ahead of time. There wasn't a lot of whole whole bunch of foreshadowing that he did but there was a lot of interesting things in there specifically he talked about how the digital trade uh, was opening up and making a more open and free internet with regard to the connection so we've heard this before uh, from various sources specifically that you know you don't have to keep servers in every single country you could have a server in one of the member countries and that should be allowed for open and free access among all of the countries another big issue i know that is hugely important to this crowd is ip infringement and specifically patent standards and the criminal procedures including cyber intrusion for trade security theft or excuse me trade secret theft so Specifically, I haven't gotten into those sections yet. I'm working on getting there. But as soon as I do, I promise you, we will dig deep into that one. So, keeping the middle kind of thin, let's go to the end. One of the last panels was specifically they had uh, several of the assistant commissioners come up and talk about their various areas. And one of those assistant commissioners was Assistant Commissioner Armstrong, who is responsible for the Office of Information Systems. His office is responsible not only for their data and their security at customs, but also for a lot of the hardware, such as the x-ray scanning equipment, the personal scanning equipment that you have when you come through the airport, those types of things. His office is responsible for that. So I'd like to, you know, we, we, we took a look at the trade side of things. Now let's take a look at the actual government side of things, the customs side of things. A couple of important quotes here are points of information that I found interesting. Uh, AC uh, Armstrong stated that they will be moving 22 to 25 petabytes, petabytes of data expected for the next year. And he said that's not as much as NSA, but it's not that shabby. I mean, that's a lot of data that Customs is going to be amalgamating, holding on to, uh, scoring, researching, and being able to work off of. Now, Customs can only hold that data by law for a certain amount of time, but it's interesting to see that the amount of trade volume is actually increasing that much. The other thing that he stated that they're specifically working on is cyber cybersecurity. They're moving... Um, Specifically, they're moving from a more, you know, laptop, PC-driven environment to a mobile-driven environment. People on tablets and people on um, cell phones of various different types. And so, cybersecurity versus mobile data uh, seems to be a really huge functionality uh, shift that they're trying to make. Um, they also said cyber hygiene was their biggest issue when they left XP and Windows 2000. Yes, Customs was still up until a couple of months ago, still on Windows XP and Windows 2000. So, when I asked AC Armstrong, what specifically, if you could take anything that is in the commercial world right now and be able to apply it into uh, Customs and Border Protection and, and give it to the Office of Field Operations, the OFO, that's the actual inspectors, what would you use? And I was expecting a different answer than what I got. What he stated was, the future of technology will be able to apply change in services quicker. So he wants to be able to move. It, it's, it's not an issue of hardware for him. It's more of an issue of bandwidth. Uh, they need to be able to have processing that goes quicker. Yes, that's important, but it's the bandwidth of being able to move so much data back and forth through various devices, through various platforms. That is probably one thing that he really wishes he could get armored down a little bit more. Um, 
This kind of shocked me because I kind of thought that we were going to go into a wearables discussion. I kind of thought maybe it was going to be something like Google Glass or or optics of that nature or uh, something with wearables like being able to track specific customs officers and where they are. It really kind of shocked me that the biggest issue that he sees in the short run uh, that he'd love to be able to get more of is bandwidth. Well, isn't that all of us, especially with Comcast now restricting us to 300 gigabytes? But that's just my two cents. For Tech and Trade, I'm James Thatcher. Tech and Trade is Creative Commons Attribution Share Like 4.0 International 2015, James W. Thatcher. Opinions expressed are those of James W. Thatcher alone and are not those of his employer, The Daily Tech News Show, So Brilliant Limited, or Tom Merritt. For comments, queries, and or show ideas, please contact us at Tech and Trade on Twitter. Music provided by Andrew Allen. The show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>